Welcome, welcome, welcome back once again to Real Talk Rangers. We missed you guys. We know that, that you missed us. And and here we are. We're going to get going again here. Uh, first official podcast of the month of December. A long December already for us. We, <laughs> Whoa, the New York crows, Rangers, huh? yeah, the New York Rangers thus far have been going win. And then they've been, they've been going loss. And then they're going win and they're going loss. And we've been on that little back and forth for eight straight now. And it's not I'm frustrating sure, at all. Not at all. Not at all. I love being just 500. That's a fantastic place to be in mid-December, okay. early yeah. December. So it hasn't been exactly a smooth ride. We knew that it wasn't going to continue to be domination throughout the rest of the year. Like we were scoring all those goals early, getting solid goaltending. And at this point, things, uh, things have changed. So we're having a different kind of conversation. Not necessarily pressing the panic button yet but it's it's not uh it's not all gravy here what do you what do you what are your in- takes right now where do you, what's the state of the team at are you worried are you nervous time to panic uh, i'm not panicking uh i'm, I'm a little nervous I, there's multiple reasons um injuries injuries are starting to pile up never a good thing um don't want that no the the alternating wins is it shows a team going through kind of some growths here, learning, you know, what kind of team they're really going to be. Not this crazy team for the first month and a half that scored 40 goals a game. That's, you know, that's gone. Barely remember that. Um, but, but the thing that bothers me the most, I would say a few things would be the defense and the goaltending. Those go together. Yep. Um, and just the, the teams that they're losing to, I, I'm not impressed by the teams they're losing to. And just the way they're losing also is is kind of getting me right now. But it's still early. We still have a really good record. We still have some really good players that are still playing well. Um, for now, I'm not, wor- for I'm now. not worried yet. I'm not worried yet. Yeah, it's it's a little. I would put the word as disheartening as of right now, just because yeah. of the start. You come off the start and you're looking fantastic. We were talking cup. We're talking deep playoff run, and now you a little snap back to reality to go. Back to Marshall Mathers there. It's Eminem, if you don't know that. Who's so we're that? gonna do we're gonna we're gonna do. Haven't heard from him in a while either. It, we're gonna do yeah. a week in review here real quick. So last Thursday, December first, we were up in Buffalo. At Buffalo. Up in buying the corner, Rick Jenneret, and <laughs> we took a four-three loss in Buffalo. It was one of those games where you're coming off a win against Carolina at home, and you think, okay, it's the bridge game. We're playing Carolina again over the weekend. Right now, we need to go up to Buffalo, take care of business. They're not very good, and come out flat pretty much, lose the game. It was Jack Eichel's second game back, and it is a pleasure yep. to be watching Jack Eichel play once again. So, obviously, it's good to see him playing really, really well, just not necessarily against us. But Eichel comes back. He scores two goals in the, in the third, third period, in the both third. in the third, correct? Yeah. We got a goal. Rick Nash scores his 11th. Mark Stahl uncharacteristically scores his second goal of the year. He usually doesn't do that until late February, early March. And (laughs) 
and we we, we take the loss. We take the loss in Buffalo. Yeah, I, you know, Eichel. Not good. Eichel's a phenomenal player. The injury definitely hurts Buffalo. Hell of a right? player. Hell of a player. Yeah. Um, I think I think what's kind of interesting is that when he was sitting in the in the press box the last couple of weeks with these injuries, or I guess you know a month or two now. Um, he's watching Line A and, and Austin Matthews just light it up. And you got to think that he's, he's sitting there thinking to himself, like, yo, don't forget about me. Like, I'm still here. I can, I can still play hockey. And he comes back and did not miss a single beat. Yeah, it had to, it like, had to absolutely zero. kill him watching those guys dominate. And also, just he really doesn't look like he lost a step at all. If you're watching None. him, he's all over the fucking ice. And that's yeah. exactly the way that he was playing last year in his rookie year. And it's it's real encouraging. I, I, he's personally one of my favorites. Obviously, he's American. He's got the whole up in Buffalo thing going for him. Uh, and it's 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 an interesting team once he gets healthy and once he really gets going. I uh, like Ryan O'Reilly. I like some of the pieces up yeah. there. Evander Kane kind of sucks, but yeah. they, they could put it together at some point. I mean, point, Ak- maybe a good in a couple goal scorer. Yeah, Akposo's um, been good. Akposo's so, can, some can pieces, goals. Some pieces, and he's obviously the centerpiece, so. Like to see yeah, you know their their goaltending it can be shaky at times, but Leonard Leonard has shown potential. I think that he can probably carry that team a little bit if he if he gets just a tiny bit more consistent. He's kind of he's been battling injuries too, um, but the, yeah, they're they're not a terrible team. But having Jack Eichel back brings them from basically garbage to I don't want to say contender, but to someone no, that's. No. That can that can battle in games and, and win some games. Yeah, so. I mean, they should they should hang around. He's uh, he's a jack of all trades, some might say. Oh, so, what did you do there? Jack? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Don't Moving care. on. Moving on. We we lost in Buffalo. That was Thursday. Saturday, December third. Come back home, play Carolina for the second time in like five six days, and actually they win that game despite some yeah. really poor stretches of play. Really unconvincing overall performance. However, Grabner got his 13th of the year. Derek Stepan had a goal, only his fifth. He had goal and two assists. Uh, Chris Kreider had the game-winning goal. He had two goals in that, I think two goals in the third in that game. He yeah. also won me a a uh, section of my fantasy hockey week. So I, I thank him for that. We, wait, wait, you won a category in I fantasy did. hockey? It's shocking. Wow. We actually, yeah. We had 13. We have 13 straight games that we've won against Carolina at the Garden. So, always like when they roll into town, even though it wasn't necessarily easy. Yeah, it's not. It's not great when we roll into their town, though. But uh, yeah, that's that's a different story. Um, you know, Kreider Kreider really showed up in this game. Well, he had to because the boys from from BU, the Boston boys, were there watching him. So right, true. He yeah. had to put some points on waiting the, on in the, the wings. He did. Yeah, like he had to do something. But yeah, you know. Having Carolina come in as not, you know, they're a little bit better, I think, than they've been in the last few years. Still not a great team. Agreed. It's one of those teams we always talk about. You should be able to beat them, you know, pretty easily. But those are generally the games Mm -hmm. that we end up losing. So to see them to come out with a win, like you said, not really convincing. But you know what? Two points is two points with a team that's playing like we are right now. You take the points where you can get them. Absolutely. Have to, especially we, right now. Do we have to talk about last night? Yeah, we do. So Do we have to? Because I really we'll, don't want to. We'll get in and we'll get out. So all right, all right. Tuesday, December 6th at We probably won't, oh, though. We'll New probably York be here for at least 10 minutes. Yeah, probably. There is a lot to talk about, unfortunately. Yeah. So at New York Islanders in Brooklyn, where you're sitting in 
little nooks and crannies and not watching half the ice. And we really don't show up to play. They have a double minor, I believe, in the first. They put 10 shots on goal. Halak stops all of those shots. Halak Halak it down. Pumple leaves the game as a result of that play. Uh, Later diagnosed with a concussion. We'll we'll get into the injuries in a little bit because we have to really talk about them. Uh, So Halak makes 16 saves in the first period. He makes 36 saves in the game. Our old friend Jason Chimera scores against us yet again. How old do you think he is, by the way? Uh, You know... I looked this up a couple months ago. I think he's like 36 or 37 or something. 37, yeah. I thought he was a lot younger than that. He's kind of an old man. Yeah, he's been around, man. He's still playing pretty well. Yeah, especially against us. So, always shows up for those. So, we get goals from VZ and Stahl again, which is shocking. He actually had a fucking butte last night. That was a snipe and a half. I don't know why the guy doesn't shoot more often. Might have scored some more goals. Might have won some more games over the last decade. I don't know. That play was, yeah, you know, one of the more pretty plays I've, I've actually seen in my life. Just the, 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 the tape to tape passing and just the, like the fluidity of the play. And yeah, it was excellent. No one, no one thought even a split second about what they were gonna do. It just came so natural. That's how and you coach great, them and, up, right there. Yeah, and a great and a great shot. Just a great play all around. I was, I was shocked that we could pull off a play like that right now. Agreed. Great play. The way we're playing. Yeah, three weeks ago it would have been like, yeah, another goal. Now yep. it's uh now it's six one, but right now those goals are coming at a premium. So that was a nice goal. However, we did lose the game. I I would go ahead and call Hank pretty dreadful in this one. Yeah, I wanna I wanted to get into that real quick. So so you we know Lundqvist yeah. Lundqvist has been. I, I say, wanna say go ahead. I wanna say average. I Rangers Nation has been uh, really freaking out a little bit. I think yeah. From what I've been I seeing. Mean, I think I think he's been average from what we're used to seeing from him. Um, I think oh, yeah. I think people are very quick to jump the gun on Lundqvist and say, you know, he can't save a puck anymore. Which, at times, I I believe also. But you got to take a step back. I mean, listen, the first goal, the first goal is a deflection. Mm-hmm. I mean, nobody's going to save that puck. It's behind him. Yep. Or actually, this one's in front of him. Just gets deflected into the top corner. I mean, literally nothing you could do. The second goal is the one he literally can't do anything about. It's behind the play. Knuckle puck shot from the top of the circle, hits off Chimera behind Lundqvist. You can't make that save. No. Um, the third one, the third one's the one where you sit there and you say, okay, what are you doing, bro? The the really, really the aggressive goal. poke check. That, that was on, a Lundqvist Yeah, on goal. Andrew Ladd. Yeah. He that took himself. Just, he just oh. fans on it. You know. Uh, that that one he wants back for sure, and the fourth goal I've been seeing a lot of interesting things on Twitter and other sports articles about this one, so I want to get your take on it. In my opinion, that's a puck that should be saved, and I'm hearing mixed reviews on what people think about that. So what do you think? I think he probably should have had that. Here's I, my I, thing. Go ahead. Like he he got there in time. So t- this is Tavares from the yep. circle um, yep. on Lundqvist's left side. And, you know, it, it's on the power play, and it's a really quick – it's a fairly quick shot at Lundqvist. But Lundqvist got there in time. He just left the near – he just left the short side open. He got – he got – he squared up to the play in time. He just kind of left the, the short side open. And I've been hearing some people say that that's an unstoppable puck, and I, 
I, I don't see it. I, I think Lundqvist in his prime, or even last year, makes makes that save. So yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Uh, he's clearly not the same. Looks like he's lost it a little bit. Not he, like you said, he's still getting in position. He's he's able to make these saves. It's it's not a matter of losing athleticism or anything like that. I don't think at this point. It's just he's just not coming up with it. These pucks that he would stop nine times out of ten, this is the one, and it's happening over and over again. So maybe it's eight times out of ten. Maybe it's seven times out of ten now. I just think you're seeing more weak goals. Me personally, my my real problem with Hank thus far has been his rebound control or lack thereof. It is atrocious. There is yeah. none. Every single shot that gets put on him, he just kicks it out right to the middle or he'll put it down with his chest directly in front of the net. And it's it really puts a lot, lot more pressure on the defensemen. And so their errors are more glaring when you're seeing just these plays where they what are they supposed to do? I mean, if they get an immediate reaction and stick check a guy like right away, yeah, they make the play. But they shouldn't necessarily have to be put in that position as often as they are. And I think that Hank really needs to go back to the basics on his rebound control and just address that first. If I'm an opposing coach right now, I'm, I'm saying put the puck on net. Put it on Hank. Put it on net. Just shoot it low. Shoot it high. It doesn't matter. Just put it on net and then crash. Because he's really, really struggling with what people – really think of as a it's a pretty basic aspect of goaltending you know you don't want to put the puck right back out in front but that's happening way more often than it has in the past yeah puck, pucks are pucks are definitely not sticking to him as as they usually do that right. that's been pretty noticeable i agree with you there um in the same regard i mean the 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 defense hasn't really helped him out all that much recently either uh the difference was earlier on in the year the defense was solid but you were also scoring five goals a game, so it wasn't as it wasn't Mistakes being criticized as, as uh, right. right. Out there, it wasn't yeah. being criticized as much. Now, when you can barely score a goal or two, every time you give a a, a goal up on a terrible trip, you know, a terrible play, you know, whatever, it, that that's going to cost you the game now with yeah. these Rangers. So, yep. Um, you know, it is what it is. Uh, the thing that stuck out the most to me against the Islanders was. The physicality that that they brought against us mm-hmm. that we could not even think about matching was that was really the worst part of the game to me. I mean, that really not only did they outplay us physically and, the, you know, they, they obviously scored more goals, but that that was the disheartening part to me was that if you're going to lose a game, that's one thing. But if you're not even going to fight back and sort of battle back that. That should not be happening, and we don't have the team to do it right now. So. No, every game that we play, these physical teams or these rivalry games, uh, aside from Pittsburgh because they're built very similarly to us, we're going to get knocked around. It's just the makeup of the roster at this point. Our toughest player, and he is a big guy, Chris Kreider at this point, JT Miller, Matt Zuccarello, right? There's really right. no one that's going to go out there and kind of – put the other team on notice that you can't mess with us tonight and there will be consequences. You know, we might have some big hits back and forth. It's really not happening. We're just kind of taking all the punishment right now that it really wasn't that big of a problem. You didn't notice it as much the first month, month and a half of the year. Again, because we were just so much faster than these teams, we were just putting the puck in, everything was going our way. But now when you're seeing these close games against 
opponents that we're going to see a lot more down the stretch and teams that, I mean, let's face it, everyone gets up for a game against the New York Rangers. It's just part of the, part of the NHL. It's like, oh, those motherfuckers are in from New York. Like, great. So they're going to put on a show. They want to hit somebody. A lot of our games are going to be televised nationally too. And I just think it's going to be a recurring theme here because even a lot of these injuries, these guys who are out, none of them are tough guys really. So it's just a problem. And I, I mean, I'm not advocating to bring up Tanner glass, but Ooh, watch it. I'm not advocating that, but I don't know what, I don't necessarily see a solution to that in the near future. We just have no physicality really. I mean, I, I, I think, I think you need to be really careful what you wish for, um, because if Tanner Glass finds his way back into this lineup, which no, I'm saying you know, I'm not he, advocating. I don't want to see Glass. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah. All I'm saying is, if he gets the call up, oh. he's never getting sent back down. <laughs> no, AB so, loves the guy. So I think he's so, his godfather. I'm not sure. He probably is. So yeah. definitely be careful about that. Um, but realistically, we're about one injury away from Tanner Glass coming back. That that's a fact. Yeah, I thought he would play. Um, I thought he would play against the Islanders, if anything. I really did, because you knew that game would be a physical game. Yeah. But yeah, like you said, one one more guy, Vigneault already. He came out yesterday and said that he was going to insert Hrivik because he didn't like the makeup of the fourth line. He didn't like the personnel, is how he put it. So right. I mean, he he's he's thinking about old reliable, old faithful. Uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, one more injury, he's back. Were you surprised that Josh Juris was not in the lineup last night? A little night? bit. A little bit. I, I was. I yeah. was shocked. I mean, Juris has been – he's been okay. But but he brings a little bit of physicality. A little bit of that A edge. little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, and, I you know, we don't, we don't have anyone it. to match it, but, you know, it is what it is. True, true. But anyway, remember when we said we'd be in and out? Yeah, right. 15 minutes later, yeah. So anyway, terrible game against the Islanders. We are now even with them in the season series after we beat them opening night. And we will be playing them again down the stretch a lot. And, so, the, and the Islanders are starting to heat up also. Yeah, that's um, also true. Not saying that's why we lost the game, but what makes me worry about them getting better is the fact that like, this is a likely playoff matchup. It's It, it could happen. I mean, they're in the, they're in the dumpsters right now, but... They're not going to be there all year. They're going to battle back. They may or may not make the playoffs, but they can. Yeah. I think their main issue is their goaltending, which I don't know what the hell, you know, Jack the Drunk over there, Jack Capuano is doing. He's got three goalies that rotate out continuously, which makes no sense. Yaroslav like Flock his bottles is a of whiskey. great goalie. Yeah. Like he needs to be playing all these all these games. Yeah, I don't he, really, was, he was I, excellent against us. I know, I know he's not happy there and he's requested like trades and things like that, but – Yo, as of right now, you're a goalie. You're a good goalie on a decent team. You need to be playing all those games. So I, I don't know what's going on over there, but maybe we can get a guest on to tell us a little bit more about what's going on in the Islanders over there. Maybe we could. Might be oh. a little uh, foreshadowing there. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, the Islanders, yeah, they're 10-10-5, so they're exactly 500, and they sit in eighth out of eight in our division. So yeah, They'll be up there. They'll, they'll make their little comeback. Anyway, so we need to move on and talk about – the most glaring topic that there is in Rangers Town right now. The injury bug, like you said, we are really, really knocked up. Haven't really been this knocked up in years. I can't remember a team that's had this many injuries in this short a time frame with this big of an impact. So as of right now, who's the first guy you want to talk about? We got Nash out, we got Booch out, we got Pumple out, we got Grabner out, we got Zabinajad out. I mean, 
uh, you know, let's let's just let's just go VC first. Let's go VC. So sure, VC, we got VC. He's got he's got the upper body injury. Um, his is a little bit vague. They haven't really said much about it. Uh, he did skip practice today, but that doesn't necessarily mean he's not going to play uh, tomorrow. You know, you worry there. You know, he's been a little bit cold lately, but he's he's one of those guys. He's just another body who you need. You basically need out there. I mean, he scores the goal last night. Um, obviously, not great. Um, not having him on the ice hurts Hayes and and Miller. It pretty much hurts everybody. Yeah. So that, that's not great. Um, then we can go. Let's just go right down who got hurt last night. So then we have Nash, yep. who has, I th- I think you know you can't even argue he's been our best player pretty much the last month. No month. argument. Yeah. You know Nash, he's been all over the ice. He's he looks like he's ten years younger somehow. He finally got his legs back. He's driving the net. He it's gets nice, hurt. It's nice to hear you acknowledge that. You know, listen, I, I, I speak the truth. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you have to. Nash, I, say, I said it last time. I said Nash is back, but I still – I'm not going to jump the gun until – if he scores a goal February 1st. Yeah, right, right. That's the, that's I'll always say he's the back. point. If he scores a goal in February, period, I'll <laughs> say he's back. That's fair. Um, Hopefully he'll be playing in February. Yeah, so he so he's out with a groin, a little tweak of the groin. They yeah. they're estimating a week. I I think we'll see we'll see how it goes. I think a week could mean Sunday. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, I agree. Again, you don't want to you don't want to put him in there and and him re-aggravate the groin and then he's out for a month. So we'll we'll see right, how right. bad it really is. Take your time with Rick, especially the way he's been skating and playing. I agree. Yeah, I mean, so then then uh, Pumple there. Pumple is, again. Uh, yep concussion so you know what that means He's could in the be protocol could be yeah could be a week could, could be a month you don't could know. be a year who, who knows yeah, um yeah. scary Buchnevich, stuff Buchnevich, i haven't heard much of lately like a couple weeks ago he was week to week so i'm guessing he's he's on his way back i saw so i was under the impression that he was going to be back sooner rather than later for some reason yeah and i saw in the in the article, in an article by that clown Brett, whatever his name is, that clown Brett. <laughs> Shout out Danny B, Danny Boyle. Oh if you haven't God. watched that exit interview that he does, his last interview as a New York Ranger, you should pause this. I'll give you three seconds. Pause it, and then go watch it. And it's <laughs> it's fantastic. It's 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 what laughs are made of. Um, but we that's my right. That's right? my right. Right. Okay, but anyway, so I saw that Buchnevich skated on Monday, which is good. Okay. Uh, and then they estimate that he'll be back in two to three weeks, which is a little yeah. bit longer than I would like, than I would have thought. But you can't really rush back spasms, I guess. So he's on a whole new regimen of trying to exercise and work out in ways where he won't aggravate his back, which, I mean, you want to get that right. He's a, he's a rookie. He needs to be playing well and consistently and he was playing really really well he was starting to play look like he belonged in the league right before he got hurt so we'll just monitor that but two three more weeks on booch it looks like yeah that was frustrating with him as he he basically gets knocked out right when he was picking up picking up a little speed that's kind of the the theme of these injuries i think nash has been playing well for a little bit and again he was looking good last night and then all of a sudden nash is out didn't hear much and then wouldn't return and now we have another injury problem. So yeah, and and then the other crucial missing piece last night was Grabner. We right. Send our condolences to his uh, his grandmother died over there in in Austria, I believe. In Austria, um, yeah. apparently so it was he, close with her. 
So Yeah, so he headed over there. He's expected to be back in Winnipeg tomorrow, so we'll get him back. Obviously the speed oh, that it's he a, brings it's to huge. our team yeah. is is missed every every second he's not on the ice. Yeah, missed. Grabner's one of uh one of, if not the most important guy to get back in the lineup, which if you had told me that that's what I'd be telling you in early mid December would have called you crazy. But yeah, it's it would have just been, a fact a at this point. It would have been a joke. I mean, the guy, the guy gets a breakaway a game. Um, yeah, you, you can't, you can't beat opportunities like that. Um, he can really jumpstart a game if you know if you're playing a shitty game, you're down three nothing. He gets a breakaway, puts it in. That's a jumpstart. So guys like that, guys like him, Haglin, people with incredible speed, Dylan Larkin, players like that can can basically carry a team, a team that's playing pretty poorly in a in a, in a game. So. Yeah, no, I would agree with that for sure. Although not so much this year on. on Dylan Larkin, but we'll see. Yeah, uh, we'll see well. what happens there. Uh, and then we got, we got Mika Zabinijad. Clearly, it's just worth mentioning his name. Probably, I think, give or take a, another month on Z. Yeah. And that's that's yeah. A, a positive prognosis. So we have a little bit there. But obviously, Zabinijad is a humongous part of this team. He's a, our top-line guy. So the quicker that he gets back, the better it will be for everybody. Really quickly want to mention... The guys that are replacing the injured players. So, Marek Rivik played last night. He was he was okay. What were your yeah, impressions right. on Rivik? He was all right. Kind of, kind of whatever. Uh, but he, I know he. I mean, he has eight goals, nine assists, seventeen points in twenty games in Hartford. I mean, granted, take that with a grain of salt because scoring in Hartford is a lot different than scoring in the National Hockey League. Just a little bit. Just a tad bit. We recently, I believe today or yesterday, it was announced that we have called up Nicholas Jensen. Yeah, Jensen got the call up. That's, um, that's an interesting little tidbit. I'm not upset with it. So No, he, he played in the tail end of last year and actually put up some pretty good games. So, yeah, he did. I, you know, give him the opportunity to let him play. I mean, who else are you going to call up? Like we right. discussed already, it's going to be Glass or, or, or Bo, uh, you know, Bo Nieves. So. Right, right. No, agreed. You know, uh, there could be – I mean, there's worse options to be able to call up than Jensen. Guy's got eight goals in 21 games. He's second on the team in shots on goal. So I think he's averaging like three and a half, four shots a game. So it seems like a guy who will shoot the puck, which is always nice to have, yeah, especially if you're going to be filling in. So we're going to need some some people to put the puck on net. And he did, if you remember, if you recall, over the at the beginning of the year, of the hockey year, he had a pretty big World Cup. He was playing yeah. on Team Denmark. He had five goals in in seven games, seven points in seven games. He he looked good. He kind of carried his nation, which it was a great experience. And now hopefully in his stint here, he can translate some of that success and make an impact. Yeah, we talked. We've been talking for months about the depth of the Rangers, and this is sort of what you need the depth for. I mean, all these injuries now. Um, now you're starting to have to, to go down and grab some people from Hartford. And, you know, obviously it's not the best, the best thing to be calling up Jensen and, and all these guys, but you know, you gotta, you gotta have the depth in the minors. You have to have a good farm system to be able to bring people up like this and, and have people mature to become better NHL players. So it Absolutely. shows the strength of our system in the last few years. It's, it's and another nod to Jeff Gordon. At this I was point. just going to say, and that's all Jeff Gordon because yeah. If Sather was still around, you know, he trades every prospect he ever has to right. get some big name that doesn't do anything like a Dan Boyle, like a Keith Yandel, like a Eric Stahl. Oof. So Ugh. I'm glad that, that, that era is over. Yeah. yeah. 
Eric Stahl, by the way, is having a phenomenal year. Just, just I don't throwing that think out I'd there. call it phenomenal. He's been, he's been good. He's been all right. Compared to what compared we saw, to, him, compared it's to phenomenal. New York Ranger Eric Stahl, he's been a Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. Yeah. So what a terrible, terrible trade. But we're going to talk about the week. We're going <laughs> to yeah. Let's move on. Um, actually, let's do a quick quote. I got a quick quote for you. Okay, all right. Quote me up. Let's get it going here. little technical difficulty here. Come on. Easy, easy. All right, so here's here's the quote. You're not going to be able to tell me who said this, but That's fine. When I got quote, when I got there, they put my number on the board and said I'm throwing in $200 for the holiday party. That was pretty good. I told them you better take credit because that's all I've got. <laughs> dot dot dot. No, I should be paying them for this. That was awesome. I, I'm not going to make you guess. Have no idea. You can't guess. Uh, so that was a a fill-in goalie oh, named Eric Semborski, who, yeah, yeah, who played yeah. last played at Temple University club hockey, and all of a sudden last week he gets a call, and he gets a couple calls, and he ends up driving to. The Wells Fargo Arena, and playing, suiting up for the Blackhawks. He was their backup goalie because Corey Crawford was out with an emergency appendectomy. So this guy got the call, and they made, took Crawford's jersey, and they gave him number fifty, and they like sewed his name on real quick. <laughs> and he, he was just, and he's a Flyers fan, unfortunately, but he's uh, he's sitting there telling himself not to get up and celebrate. When the Flyers are scoring goals, it's it's just Jesus. great. He's in the room with Kaner. He's in the room with Taze, Marion Hosa, Hall of Famers, and he, they made him feel like like one of their own, which is great. I mean, it, it's it's just great. There was no ego involved. It, it's just another note. It's another note to hockey. How great could, hockey is. Could you imagine him selling on the bench <laughs> after after the fly after the flyers scored a goal that would be imagine? ridiculous also they uh they were down three nothing at one point quinville said he thought about it <laughs> yeah yo they they should have done it man they, they could have been down 15 nothing he wouldn't have he wouldn't have played but yeah dude yeah that's just those, those are those are stories that are just so cool yeah. i mean this, this guy this guy wakes up at you know probably eight or nine in the morning that that day and and he gets a call from all these people saying hey do you want to you want to suit up for the chicago, for the yeah, chicago black right. in the nhl how'd you like to and be they, our, our goalie for the day yeah and they they probably think he's kidding but then when he when he snaps out of it and he realized wow they're really not kidding I, I have to go suit up and sit on an nhl bench for a while yeah that's just got to be a great story he said that i mean he's taken he took warm-ups he took warm-ups against hey. Patrick Kane, so that's, I mean, now, that's an okay day. Now when he goes to the bars, he can tell girls when he's trying to pick them up that he was an NHL player. And he can also say, yeah, that's me. Yeah, that's me, a little Patty Kane there. <laughs> God. I don't know if he has his own hockey card, but... Yeah, he could probably make one. He probably make one. Isn't it obvious? Is, why do you want to play college hockey? <laughs> Isn't it obvious? The gas. For the gas. But yeah, that that was just a quick little story. That was a cool story. Come out of Philly. Let's talk about the week. Let's talk about the week. So the week ahead here. We've got we've got Thursday night hockey. We're starting a little mini road trip back to back. First night we're in Winnipeg. 
So Winnipeg is 13, 13, and 13. No, they're 13, 13, and 3. <laughs> and they have arguably the most exciting young goal scorer in the entire league, in the entire world, Patrick Laine. This guy's on a tear. He's the cockiest son of a bitch I've ever seen. That's fine, but dude. It kind of goes he, with the he, way he plays and the way that he's been lighting up goalies across the league. Yeah, Pat, Patrick Laine has been lighting the lamp. I mean, yeah. he's got he's got 17 goals. He's at the top there with with some guy you may have heard of, Sidney Crosby. He's got 17 also. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty amazing stuff going on there in Winnipeg. Winnipeg is don't let the record get you. They're actually pretty good. Been turning it up more of late. Yeah. Um, they got Brian Little back, who's a great player. Uh, they Truba, they recently got back. Yep. Um, they have Buffalo. They have a good team. They have Wheeler. Winnipeg is a good team. They haven't found a way to put it all together quite yet. Their goalie situation is a little, a little rough. But Hellebuck's been pretty good recently. Uh, they're they're a good team. Uh, they're they're going to play us hard. I would not be surprised if we lose that game. I'll just say it. Yeah, I also wouldn't be surprised if we sustain another injury with the lack of physicality that we have. They're oh, Bufflin's going to hurt big somebody. body team. He's going to go after somebody. He'll probably fight Kreider. But we, I mean, again, yeah, like you said, I don't think the record's a little bit deceiving. Definitely. They're, they're, they're a lot better than a 500 team. And it's actually interesting. I just looked up the standings here. They're actually in third place in their division at the moment behind Chicago and St. Louis. But they've also played five more games than Minnesota, who's only one point behind them. So it's a little that's a little misleading. But yeah, they that won't be an easy game, especially in Winnipeg. They're gonna be a really loud crowd. So we'll see what happens there. Then the next playing night Ronta, you playing Ronta Thursday? I'm playing Ronta Thursday. I, I am a million percent playing Ronta Thursday. Or you know what? Or or Friday. I mean he was he was he's an ex Blackhawk. There I remember reading an article that it was up it was a team option as to whether they wanted to include him on the Stanley Cup because he was yeah. rostered for the minimum number of games to be a member of that cup winning team two years yeah. ago and they elected not to do so. Yeah. So I wouldn't hate playing Ranta in Chicago. Also playing Ranta at all, I, I absolutely know inhibitions about it at all i mean he has been really really good that's another issue yeah i mean we did the weekend review hank played all three of those games so we haven't even seen rata in a little bit and i mean hank went one and two in those games in this past week so yeah i i I personally think we're gonna get ronta uh tomorrow night against the jets um i think coming off that game against the islanders you know it's one thing to give up four goals goalies do it all the time his his Lundqvist's body language last night was disturbing. Um, yeah. I don't know I don't know how much you put into this, but you know every goal he gave up was was kind of shrugging his shoulders shook or his like head looked up shook his head or head up to the ceiling like right. what you know I can't do anything right or my team can't do anything right for me. I, I don't like his body language. Um, obviously he's a, he's been a very good goal in this league for a very long time is extremely respected among you know amongst players but i i don't like when players have that kind of attitude on the ice uh i think that av is not the right coach to say something to him and i doubt he ever would 
but I think someone should probably say something to him. Um, it just doesn't, it's not good for team morale in general. I don't care if someone turned the puck over right in front of you and they buried a goal, like your team, you, you fight for your team. And I, I, that bothered me a little bit. Um, yeah, that being, that being said, I'm going to say something and I think some Ranger fans would hate me for it. And some are going to love me for it. I think the Rangers as of right now need to start thinking about going into a two goalie system. Yeah. I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say it. No, I'm not opposed to that. Like I advocated for at the beginning of the year. I want more games for Ranta. Are you talking about a pretty much even split right now? I'm talking about what, some other teams have elected to do where they play they yeah. play a goalie two or three games until they have a really bad game and then they play the other goalie two or three games. Listen, I have no problem with Ronta playing two or three games in a row. I, I have no problem with it. None. Like so, I said, I, I, I went to the game uh, last weekend when they actually beat Carolina and on the way in, I'm saying to myself, listen, if if I get Ronta tonight, like today, I'm fine with it. Like I'm, I'm kind of part of me wanted to see Ranta, and that has not been the case in years past. I, you'd get to the Garden, you know, you hear the backups playing, and you're like, ah, oh, shit, like we're gonna have to play extra like, hard tonight yeah. because Hank's oh, not in there. Oh, oh shit, I got Steve Valley Kevin. That's <laughs> yeah, my Valley. No, I'm just kidding. Valley's Love a Valley. Great goalie for us. It's a joke. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Valley's gonna be pissed yeah. when he hears this. So I know. Sorry, sorry, Valley. I loved you when you were here. Let's maybe go. We'll, maybe he'll come on know. to to go back at you. We'll see. Yeah, we probably will. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I just think if it does, if it doesn't do anything else, at least it'll give Lundqvist a little bit of a wake up call to maybe say, you know, not like he's not hard on himself. I'm sure he's the hardest guy on himself. Absolutely. But, but maybe he needs two games or three games in a row where he's on the bench to say, holy shit, you know, I really got to do something here, or else this is not looking good for me. So mm-hmm. obviously he's the starter. That's not going to change, but maybe he we need to shake things up a little bit. So that, I'll just throw it out there. Wouldn't hate it. Wouldn't hate it at all. But I mean, would you be upset if you got Ronta tomorrow and Friday night? Uh, no, not at all. Absolutely not. If he could handle the workload, then no problem at all with it. But yeah, yeah. we'll see what happens. I I mean, that's not going to happen. But anyway, but when yeah, so Winnipeg's thirteen, thirteen and three. Then Friday in Chicago, as we just talked about, they're seventeen, eight and four. Yeah, no Crawford. No Crawford. He's out. Scotty Darling looks to be but, the guy. But Scotty Darling put a shutout last night. So he did watch out. four nothing. I mean, they played Arizona. Arizona's hey. uh, horrendous. Hey, a shutout against anyone's a good is a good night. True. I'm, I mean, I can't hate on him. Um, but yeah, so those are the two games back to back, and then we get Sunday. We'll probably travel back uh, on Friday night, and then Sunday at home against the New Jersey Devils. Now watch out for that team. Watch out for the New Jersey Devils. So, the Devils are 12-7-6, right? They've won two in a row here. Uh, so, 12-7-6. They're five games over, 30 points in 25 games. They're in sixth place in our division right now. Yeah. yeah. That division's tight, though. That's insane. That That is – our division is killing it. I mean, the, the top six teams are all arguably playoff teams. So – we're going to – this is going to be a wild ride, I think. And the sooner – again, it relates back to these injuries. The sooner that we get these guys back and the team starts churning again and we get out of this win-loss, win-loss little roller coaster here, the better. Because some of these teams 
are really climbing right now, right behind us. So we have 35 points. Have you seen the Columbus Blue Jackets? Yeah. As we, yeah. as we mentioned, I mean, we've been giving them credit for a couple of weeks here, but, oh, boy, they are, they are coming. I mean, they've won four in a row. They're 7-1-2 in their last 10, and they've played, they've played three less games than us, and they're a point behind us. So, and they're only they're, – we're plus 28 on the year, and they're plus 24 on the year. Yeah, they've been real good. They've been Just really good. Just killing it right now. And also, Sergei, Philly, Philly's Sergei won Bobrovsky. six in a row also. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, Bobrovsky's been excellent this year. As we, we've mentioned Columbus, it's just they're still doing it. Like here we are another week, and they're still – they're just climbing the standings even more. Yep, yep. Washington is in fifth place right now in our division. Well, they're having a little tough time. Uh, they're winning They're winning 3-1 against Boston right now, but um, they're, they're having a little tough go. Oh, 3-2. There we go. Uh, Pasternak just scored again. Of course and he did. What a goal that kid scored the other night. Wow. Hopey might be hurt. No, he's good. He's good. He just got lit. He's not hurt. <laughs> he's um, hurt. Yeah, but uh, I, this week's important, like every other friggin' week this year. We gotta mm-hmm. start winning some games more consistently. So yeah, agreed. We'll see. Hopefully, we can get some W's. Yeah, women, we need them. Any uh, any closing thoughts here for the week? No, no. Just uh, got to battle through these injuries. Hopefully, get some guys back here and there, and. That's it, man. Just get some points as you know as best we can. Yeah, keep uh keep your head above water and try to avoid going 500 because 500 is, as we've seen, the Islanders and the Hurricanes are both 500 and they are respectively seventh and eighth of seven and eight teams in our division. Yeah, so 500's not cutting it, and these teams are catching up. We're already. This is the first pod that I can remember this year. We're not in first place in our division right now. We're tied in points with Pittsburgh. They have one less game played. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have to keep going here. No excuses. I mean, we've been hit by injuries, but got to keep churning. So that's going to do it for this week. Uh, thanks for tuning in again, and be sure to tell all your friends to listen. We promise, we swear, we will be having guests very soon, so look out for that. And give us five stars on iTunes. And be sure to check back in next week. So, yeah, have an, have an excellent week. up to you.